0: Ports and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography Podcast. Today, my guest is Casey Sayago. She is a mechanical engineer, the co-founder of the Latina Business Ladies, and she was a Miss Universe contestant as Miss Venezuela 2016. How are you doing, Casey? Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today.
1: No, thank you so much, Brad, for inviting me. Thank you for the great introduction.
0: I know it's been a while. We've been trying to get this together for a while. So it's nice to finally <laughs> have you here and be able to sit down and chat with you and share your story with, with the community. And it's an honor to have you here. I'm, I'm so pleased that we're able to get this together and finally sit down and chat. So thank you. I appreciate you.
1: No, no, no. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, I know it's it's been funny we've been chatting for a while and now at December I don't know when we
0: started chatting oh I think it was back in the summer I think it was back in the summertime (laughs) (laughs) so Casey as mentioned you are a mechanical engineer you were crowned Miss Venezuela in 2016 and participated in the Miss Universe pageant you are part of the Engagement Foundation you own an accessories collection called Panthera Mm -hmm. You are the co-founder of Latina's Business Ladies. Wow, is all I can (laughs) say. You have one hell of an impressive resume. How do you (laughs) find time to do all these things and hold down a full-time job as a mechanical engineer?
1: Well, you have to always... Everything is about organization, right? Yes, so yes. I do my full-time job. I ha, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have an amazing team in my full-time job as a project coordinator. I start working at 7.30 a.m. I finish at 3.30, so I have the full afternoon to do my all, all my other stuff. Because of the pandemic situation, we are a little bit on hold with Latinos business ladies, but the collection is still running. We are discussing with the brand just to do, like an, another kind of design so everything you have to just manage and do your best right
0: that's all you can do exactly mm-hmm. so how long have you been a mechanical engineer
1: well actually it's funny you ask because just yesterday it was my fifth year anniversary when I got my degree
0: <laughs> wow congratulations
1: thank you <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Like it was five year career, and then I had to stop because of the pageant. So then, when I came to Canada, I had I could just jump in the engineering world again.
0: Right. So, what inspired you to take the career path of becoming a mechanical engineer?
1: Actually, it was based on curiosity. Like. When I was growing up, I always helped my dad with all these reparation things that you have to do at home. And I always felt curiosity about how machines work. I was good on physics, mathematics, and all these things. So I, it was just meant to be for me. I did a little bit of research. I was interested in doing industrial but then I read more about mechanical engineering because there is always the thought that mechanical engineering is just about cars. Right. And then when I started doing the research about mechanical engineering, I discovered that it's more, it's much more than that. So right. I was super interested in the career and I just felt it. And you know what? I feel so much passion about it.
0: That's amazing. It's it's amazing that you found your passion in your work. That's it's yeah. rare to find that. So that's amazing. Now, I read that you're the only female graduate in the class the year you graduated. How did that feel for you? And what did that mean to you personally as a female, as a woman, to be the only woman to graduate from your program that year?
1: Yeah, well, it, it was funny because it was just seven boys and myself in my classroom. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you struggled the whole career, being the only woman and hearing for different um like classmates and even the teachers, no, just they were just discussing and, and commenting that I will give up to the career because it's too hard for a woman to keep up. And I was always, you know, I like to um I like to, you know, be presentable, I take care of myself, my yeah. image. So that's not normal to see in the career. So they were they all thought that I would not make it. And when I saw myself pursuing my my degree and and being the only girl there and I said to myself you did it you make it because (laughs) you like it right yes shut up all the mouths, and then well it was a point in the like in the degree in all my university time where my teachers were like at the beginning they were like no she's not gonna make it but then they saw me they saw that I was so passionate about it and they were just you know passion because of me so they were just Motivating me to keep going.
0: That had to feel so incredible to prove them <laughs> wrong, all of them, your classmates, the teachers, all of it. I can't even imagine how that must have felt.
1: Well, it, and it was also to me, to myself, yeah. proving myself that I was capable of doing anything. It was not based off on the stereotype and yeah. anything else. It was just, I felt it. I liked it. I worked for it. I, I was disciplined on it. And You earned it. It You earned that shit. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So keeping in that same vein then, I mean, I come from a corporate background and I've seen even now still that mindset and behavior of the old boys club mentality, which I'm sure you experienced through school and I don't know about your working career so far but I think that that whole attitude and mentality is ridiculous that we still encounter that attitude of the old boys club and women aren't being paid fairly for their their positions when they're holding down the same positions as men they're not getting the same money or not enough women in c-suite level positions in these corporations and I think that, yeah, things are starting to shift a little bit where we're seeing more women like yourself standing up and saying, you know what, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I can handle these roles in a male dominated industry. And if not, I will go out on my own and create my own businesses as you have done yourself as well. So have you had to face any adversity because of the industry you're in? I mean, I would think that mechanical engineering, as you said, in school is a predominantly male dominated industry. So have you had to face any adversity? And if so, how did you overcome it?
1: Well, actually, it's funny you ask. I haven't. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't in this industry, or if I have, I haven't been aware of it. Actually, I've been, like, the teams that I've been working with, they've been really supportive, and I have had really great opportunities to grow in the companies I've been working with. And yeah, I can't complain, you know, um, also being an immigrant, uh, not yes. I, I, don't, I, I don't speak English as my mother tongue, so... Yeah. It can be, it it can come from different ways. So I don't, I don't know really where it comes from, if it's, from just being a woman, if it's it comes from being an immigrant, I don't know where it comes from. But either way, I haven't felt it so far. I've been in teams that really support and and are really proud of what I am. It's funny. The other day we were in like a like a company kind of dinner, and one of the foremans was super proud of me, and he just said to one of the suppliers, "Oh, Casey, this is Casey. She's a mechanical engineer." So. Like these kind of things show me that maybe the mentality is really changing. Maybe yeah. it's more in our heads, and, and and sometimes I know we push too much, but I can really see some changes out there for
0: sure. So that's great to hear. I'm happy to hear that, and that you haven't had to experience any of that adversity aside from what you dealt with in school.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, well, it was different. It was a military university too. So ah, okay. You well,
0: there you, yeah, there you go. That that speaks volumes right there. Exactly. So Casey, what drives, motivates and inspires you to keep going and to keep pushing and excelling that, at all that you do in your career?
1: Well, the people that loves me and the people I love, that's what motivates me every day to keep going to, you know, keep working hard, keep succeeding myself because I want to see my mom proud of me. I want to see my sister proud of me. I want to see my family happy about what I do and, and my happiness is their happiness. And, and that's what leads me every day for sure.
0: Also back to that same theme of, of women in entrepreneurship and women in male dominated industries. What are your thoughts on the landscape of entrepreneurship and women run businesses? Are you seeing more, more of a shift in that as well? Oh my
1: goodness. I've seen so many ladies in their own businesses succeeding and being amazing. I've been in a lot of conferences, as a not as a speaker, as like general public, as a guest. And, yeah. and it's impressive how much women are out there proving themselves, proving that they want to follow their dreams, that they are capable of doing it, and they just do it. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of each of and every girl that has the courage of doing it because it's not easy.
0: That's right. And so what are your thoughts on this shift then in mindset? And how do women continue to push through and continue to break down these barriers and these ways of thinking to smash them and obliterate them so that women don't have to deal with it at all?
1: Because they just saw themselves the strain that they have. Mm -hmm. they just realize how good they can do like if they can just hold an entire family and work and then follow the dreams for of course they can do everything they want just you have to focus yourself on what you want to do and that's what they have done. it like we are in a a different kind of time where a lot of women in the past fight for our rights for our our standing in the society and now we are showing that now is a time where we are capable of doing whatever we want and we're doing it
0: well you're a prime example of that with what you've <laughs> yeah. managed to do and i mean you're as you said you just celebrated your fifth anniversary as a mechanical engineer and you've got businesses that you're running on the side and so you are a perfect example of that that it can be done and women can achieve everything they want and have it all
1: Exactly. It's just working hard, discipline, and focus.
0: Yes. So as mentioned previously, you were crowned Miss Venezuela back in 2016. How did that experience prepare you and help shape the case that you are today, do you think?
1: Well, it changed me a lot. I feel like I have to grow a lot mentally, especially for overcoming in this one, because when you're exposed to the public, to all like the commenting, the social media, whatever you can say whatever about you. And that's kind of scary, you know, exposing yourself to thousands of people, winning. And well, in Venezuela, this is a big deal. Like when you are Miss Venezuela, you become like kind of Drake in Canada. So everybody knows who you are and and you start appearing in, in TV commercials and everything is about you and your participation on the contest. So it's kind of hard. You have to deal with a lot of commenting, a lot of bullying, a lot of things. And you have to be really strong. You have to be mentally strong to overcome that, uh, to know how to manage these things. And also the moment when I won, um, it was a really hard moment for Venezuela. The, you know uh, Venezuela is in the middle of a dictatorship yeah. and and the moment I won in 2017 the year when I was being the Miss the current Miss Venezuela, there was a lot of protests in the street, a lot of political happening in Venezuela, so you have to deal with that you have to um, prove yourself that you like what is your point of view like it was super hard, but you know what I feel like it was a I was a different person when I started the whole pageant.
0: And I, I, I would imagine, oh, too, you... I learned years. so
1: much about life. I learned so much of how oh, can I overcome everything. And it yeah. was kind of important that I did I finished my mechanical degree before doing that because like the strategy that you have to manage for the engineering career the mindset you have for your career also help you in anything you do in the future and this was not the exception so it was before and after I tell you that
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean you must have had you're basically Probably living under a microscope too. Everyone watching everything you do so closely after winning, right?
1: And everybody has something to say about it.
0: How did you deal with that?
1: So I just started, you know, my growth in social media in all this world, it was just exponential. Like it started slow when I was at the beginning of the contest and then I managed to see what kind of people was in my community, what kind of people were looking at me, and and what they get, were saying. So I just discovered that and realized that these people were just trying to hurt just because mm. they were showing their insecurities, right? Right. It's not because I'm not the, like pretty or smart or whatever I am. I, I have to be confident of who yes. I am and and what I have to gift. What leads with my values, and I'm just gonna, you know take away all these comments and stupidity that are out there because there is a lot. So I started blocking accounts. I clean my community on my way. I show everybody who I was and the people that connected with me, connected with me. If you don't want to connect with me, you can just get out of here. (laughs) The door (laughs) is open. We don't need that negativity. And when you show yourself as real as you are and, and you, you just do that, people it's going to know that. When you try to be fake, when you try to, you know, show something you are not, you will see that like from far away. So yeah. I just show myself and I was super mentally strong. I was mindset that I knew what I, who I was and nobody could make me feel different. I was confident. I had a lot of love from my family. So I think that helped me a lot. And and i always show that in my exposition to, to, yeah. to people yeah
0: that must have been tough though it it takes like you said it, you have to be very very mentally strong yeah. to deal with all of that
1: yeah yeah it, it was not easy but it built me like that's why i said i was a, a person it was a before and after yeah. the pattern you have to grow it a lot and you have to realize what's important in life and and that's what matters
0: yeah, for sure. What advice would you give to someone wanting to participate in something like that, a contest like that?
1: So I do coaching sometimes. Oh, okay. So yeah, I do for any pageant. Like I was coaching the the actual Miss war Canada. She's running for Miss War right now. Mm-hmm. And advice that I always give the girls is just don't look around for competition. Don't compare yourself to other girls. Just look inside you. The only person that is capable of ruining your path is yourself. And it doesn't go just on the pageant, it goes with life. Sometimes we hold ourselves so, so much, we forget about our talent we forget about our strengths and we start thinking about our weaknesses because we compare ourselves to other people. And that's not how it has to be. You have to just work on the things you're good at and just trying to fix the things that you can manage. So that's my advice to like it's not just for people that want to go to pageantry. It's just for everybody that needs to to shit up and think about them as amazing because you are unique, right?
0: I love that. That is brilliant advice. You're right. It doesn't just hold true for for anything in life, anything mm-hmm. we want to do. And we can do anything. We are capable. We are each beautifully unique mm-hmm. and just amazing advice. Thank you for that, Casey.
1: No, <laughs> It's what I did. It's what I learned. It's what the, my path showed me. And I love to share my information I strongly believe that sometimes it's not necessary to go through bad stuff just to learn. Sometimes yeah. if you listen and you pay attention to other successful people you can actually just take a little bit of that and just keep going right
0: absolutely you can 100.
1: avoid bad things <laughs>
0: yes 100 percent. can you speak a little bit about your accessories collection panthera that you started and when did you start it what is panthera what inspired you to create the collection how did you come up with the name
1: well panthera <laughs> Panthera is a collaboration between a Canadian brand called Nogu. They offered me to do the collection, the the collaboration. I came up with the idea of Panthera as a name because it spells kind of the same in English and in Spanish. So there is no confusion on what is this about. But also a lot of fans that I have for my pageantry, they were calling me Panthera all the time okay so yeah so they said that I walk like a panther so Ah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah all the time they were saying like all in all my way. so I took it as a way of saying thank you to them right um, to all of them so they can wear something uh, created and designed by me and that was the reason why also part of the sales of panthera goes to to the charity it was meant to be first to a Venezuela charity and then We change it to Big Cat's Charity 2.
0: Okay. So as I mentioned earlier as well, you are the co-founder of the Latinas Business Ladies. Can you tell us what the goal and mission and what Latinas Business Ladies is all about?
1: Well, yeah. So Latinas Business Ladies started in um, 2019, December. Mm-hmm. I was with a friend at the time. We were, you know, we went to these conferences for women's And then we decided that we wanted to do something like that for Latinas here in Toronto. We wanted also to do it as immigrants too. So we wanted to empower other women coming and starting from scratch, you know, dealing with stuff. We wanted to, you know, teach them how to do it or give them advice of what was the best path to follow if they wanted to start their new business. Mm -hmm. So we talked to... A lot of amazing women's and and Latinas here in in the city, and we asked them to do like the speaking uh, for these amazing women. and actually the response was amazing. We had full house when we did it the first time. Then because of the pandemic in 2020, we did like an online yep. kind of interview. So it was really good too. So that was what Latinas Business Ladies is about. Uh, We haven't done anything for 2021. We've been super busy and a lot of things have happened. So hopefully for next year, we can hold it in person again. And we were trying to do it in English this time.
0: Okay. So Mm -hmm. it's it's basically, it's a conference that you hold for the Latina community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So actually the name Latinas Business Ladies is referring to us, like my partner and I, that we are latina so it is directed to anybody that wants to you know participate and grow in the like in the business
0: okay so what is the ultimate goal then for the latina business ladies and where do you see the organization going in the next three to five years
1: well the goal is empower woman the goal is giving information. The goal is seeing more and more women growing and looking at their potential, pursuing their dreams and, and making it through. Like we were saying, we were talking about how many women have been just being empowered and and they've been growing and 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 just chasing what they always had in their minds but never dared to do so now is the time and that's what we wanted to do like we want to break the standards that latinas oh you have just two years here in the city you don't speak much the language there are ways to do things there are ways to connect to to the community so That's what we want to do. Conferences, having like two, three conferences per year, Um, having maybe like a workshop kind of deal. We want to, we have great ideas. We want to partner with different kind of conferences, maybe be like taking Latinas business ladies as speakers, like my partner and I, and that's the way we see Latinas business ladies going forward.
0: Beautiful. I love that. And so who is your who is your partner? Who is your co-founder?
1: Hennessy. She yeah, she's a doctor. Okay. She she was working with me that with Latinos Business Ladies. She it's just considering if she stays or or she leave it to me. So let's see how it goes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, you also do a lot of volunteer and philanthropic work. Can you speak to us and tell us a bit about some of the organizations you work with?
1: Yeah. So, one of the things I do here in Canada is I am a foster parent oh,
0: for okay.
1: rescue dogs. So, I've been doing that since 2020. I've been fostering now, I, I foster four dogs now, and it's okay. an amazing thing to do. Like, it makes you feel amazing that you can stop thinking about you. And think yeah. about the good you do to the new dog that's coming. Because the most common question I get is, oh, how you did you give them back? Because of course you spend one month with the dog and you guys connect and then he's going to a forever home. But then I look at different, like I don't think in myself, I think in the dog and, and I feel like I'm helping the dog to recover and to and to pass through what happened to him or her before being rescued yeah kind of rehab and then going to their forever home being happy and and feeling you know healthy so that's the way I see it and I love it. Also, I am part of Engagement Foundation organization. They are a charity. They I'm the kind of the image of the Canadian part okay. because they have they are not just here in Canada, they are in Miami, they are in Spain, they are for sure oh, okay. in Venezuela. So they just get funds to send to Venezuela, and they have different programs, they have educational programs, they have um, food programs, they have medicine programs, so they also have one of the programs that one of the the ones that I really love that is called Geeky Latinas, so it's it's a bunch of engineers or women that have a lot of great professional background. This organization has so many programs, and we are having an event on December eleventh It's a virtual event. I'm gonna be hosting part of the hosting team, and um, yeah, it's 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 amazing. Like it it fills my heart.
0: That's incredible. I love that, and the fact that it there's so many different areas that the, the organization helps with
1: Mm -hmm, is, is amazing.
0: And it connects with young girls to help empower them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: What inspired you to begin doing philanthropic work? And is this something you've always been passionate about doing?
1: So everything started when I jumped into the Miss Universe, Miss Venezuela. Because before that, I was super focused on my engineer degree. And then when I had the time and I had to work as Miss Venezuela, I wanted to focus myself in this part too. So what I was doing when I was in the patent, when I was a winner, I started working with community centers, community organizations that they cook food and they give food to people in the streets, so I just worked with a bunch of them and I cooked with them and I went to the streets and I really felt passionate about it and Then, when I came to Canada i didn 't want to stop doing it, so I found my ways I found ways of to keep doing it I found ways of keep helping I found ways to do something for my community because that's that's what's important to me you know helping and and always keep presence because when you have the voice when you 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 have the exposure that's what you have to do like work in the message you want people to hear from you so that's my message for sure
0: now, what lights you up the most about doing this type of work? What is it that excites you the most about doing it?
1: That you always feel like you're helping others, but actually you're growing yourself too. So I love that start... way of
0: looking at it. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it always come, comes back to you. It always when you see the smiles, when you see people, you know, having something, it's like, wow, I, I have to be so grateful in life for everything I have and, and to have the opportunity to help others because not all people can. And the fact that you choose to do it, that that makes you feel super grateful and, and, and happy. So that's what fills my heart in that.
0: To date, Casey, what would you say is your greatest win or your biggest high?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: What is your greatest accomplishment? What do you feel most proud of? What's what's given you the most joy out of the things you've managed to accomplish in your life?
1: Well, it's funny because if we talk about for example, my engineering degree, that's an amazing accomplishment that I that I managed to get. Then my Miss Universe getting top 5 On this universe, it was a huge thing to do. But I feel like right now, after seeing my life back, I am happy and proud of myself and and a lot of things that I learned and I grow. The biggest thing that I that I'm proud of me for achieving is keeping myself grounded, keeping myself to my values, always giving importance to what is really important in life. That it's my family, that it's love. That's my biggest achievement for sure.
0: Beautiful. I love that. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful?
1: Being grateful. I think that's one of my biggest skills when it comes to my professional career. I'm always grateful of the people that I cross my path. And even if they're just to show me something negative or prove myself on in a different kind of <laughs> way yeah that's that's something that i don't take for granted i also i'm focused you know i'm organized and i'm disciplined and and if i have a goal i just go for it and and if i i'm committed um, that's something that not much people has and and thankfully i've been managed to know like that is really really key for achieving my goals.
0: Speaking of success, Casey, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you personally?
1: Well, for me, success is where you see yourself going. Sometimes for some people, success could be money, success could be, you know, material things. For me, success is when you are aligned on what you want to achieve uh, on your path. And you can see clearly your goal and you can see that everything you're doing right now, it's leading you to there. And you have love, you have family, you have all these things, you have stability. So that for me is success. And I can say that I'm a successful woman because I have all these things and I will keep working hard for keeping, keeping in my life.
0: I love that. That is a beautiful answer. Perfect definition of success what would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received?
1: Well, one, it's funny. It's so simple, but it has helped me a lot. It's my sister. One, once told me, Casey, you achieve more with honey than with vinegar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So, and everything that I do, I always like, think about it. Like, how can I manage this? And I think about that advice and, and everything worked out well. So and then another one is the only thing you can control is yourself. So that's something that helped me a lot. Like I can't control the way other people's behave. I can't control how the things are going to work out or no, but I can control how I'm going to react to that.
0: That's a very important lesson and a very hard one to learn because we do, we get so caught up in letting all of this stuff that we have no control over truly mm-hmm. bother us and get to us. and get in our heads but once you're able to shift your mindset around that and see that you know what there's no use in getting upset about things I have no control over your whole world shifts
1: and it's not easy realizing that I find myself in, in, in loops sometimes I find myself so distracted so so frustrated about things and then I have to breathe I have to calm myself, and then I have to say, <laughs> easy. You can't control that, so take it easy, or you're gonna get crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: and it happens. It happens to everybody. Like, of course, it's so hard to realize that you don't have control. You can't control everything, so it's just so hard, like, to manage that. Yeah, that's why it's so such an important advice.
0: Absolutely. I love that advice. What was a turning point in your life, Casey? And how did that affect you?
1: So it's funny. I think after, like it was, as I said before, it wasn't before and after of the pageant. I feel like my life changed it. But then it's funny because the pageant three just lasts for two years. And then after that, I kept going in the life that I was planning to have, but I was not the same person that was planning that life before. So that was for sure. That was a point that changed everything. I grow so much. I learned so much about life and I was seeing everything so different by then, but it's when you, when you are aligned with your values and, and when you're focused and you know, where you're going to head to, that my life turned up as I was planning before, but I was a different person for sure.
0: What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it?
1: So my life, I think one of the most important things that I didn't realize before, it was that the most important thing you have to have inside you is love. Like realizing that I have to love myself and talk about self-love. And and I know there is a bunch of things around in social media, but it's so funny. It's really, really important. And, and I was living my life without respecting myself, my decisions, my way of thinking, without realizing that that was something I had to be loyal to. That then when I learned it, it was like a different kind of, of, person like and that was not long ago that I learned it and I had to do it at the bad way because that's how you have to do it yeah (laughs) sometimes it had to be that way because that's that's the only one and then you know what that's such an important topic that not much people talk about and it's good to feel frustrated like it's not good to feel frustrated it's good that you accept that you feel that way it's good accepting your feelings it's good you know going through your feelings and then overcome from them. So
0: 100%. that was
1: a, a hard one, but it was an amazing one. To yeah,
0: that, that is another very hard shift in mind. Again, <laughs> that goes back to mindset, and believing in yourself and loving yourself and actually mm-hmm. doing the work and looking inside yourself and seeing What you need to work on to make yourself better and to love yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything goes from you. So you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself.
0: That's right. That, you know, self love is the foundation for absolutely Mm -hmm. everything in life, it all starts with you
1: exactly everything is about energies too. like if, if you feel connected to you and and then you feel like you're ready for going to a relationship it uh-huh. can be a love relationship it can be a friend relationship it can be a business relationship but if you are conflicted inside that's what you're gonna attract so yeah. the best thing to do is being connected with you being in peace with you because I feel like happiness. The definition of happiness is feeling in peace in your mind. Yeah. So, because happiness is defined by moments, not it's not like a like a destination. It's it goes with you and and your mental set. So yeah. so. When you are in that state, when you're in peace, when you're connected, when you accept yourself, when you understand yourself, when you are aligned to yourself, everything else, it's going to work like water. It's yeah. just going to flow.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, you're right, 100%. When we are in alignment with ourselves and in love with ourselves and happy with who we are, we are mm-hmm. limitless as human beings. We can do anything in this world yeah. that we set our mind to when we're in that zone and in that frame of mind.
1: Exactly, and some like a lot of people are, like question themselves. Like, oh, this relationship didn't want. Yeah. Wrong. Oh, this is not going well, and then you start thinking: Are they happy with themselves? Have they asked that question? Have they questioned themselves? And I'm telling you, I have known so much people now that I realize that this is so important. And. And I know so people, and I analyze people different now. And I see, oh, you know what? I feel that you should see inside what's happening inside, and then you'll see if that connects with what is around you.
0: That's right, one hundred percent, Casey. We're gonna do a little rapid fire section here. So the next, oh my god, I'm so bad at that. You got this. Don't worry, Casey. I believe in you. You got oh, this.
1: Please. <laughs> Take it easy for me. I'm so
0: worried. I will. The questions are pretty straightforward, so it'll be okay. What would your family and friends list as a couple of your best characteristics?
1: Optimistic.
0: If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Love. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change?
1: Wow. <laughs> That's that's a tough one. You have to think about it. There is a lot yeah. you have to like I'll change the compassion. Like people have to be more they have to connect more with others okay. for sure.
0: What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money?
1: Having my family close to me.
0: What is your favorite stress reducing activity?
1: My stress reduction activity. <laughs> Planning. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that point when you plan and then everything goes by. It's the best. I love doing
0: that. (laughs) Okay. What's the first thing you think when I say the word future?
1: It's coming.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) That concludes our rapid fire section. See, you did pretty darn good. Uh, No, no, it was awful. No, no, (laughs) you did good. I'm impressed. You did good. (laughs) Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why?
1: I think my sister. So my family—it's it's small. Like I have—I grew up with my sister, my mom, and my dad. They split up when I was fifteen, but my sister and I were always, always together. Always, you know, super close. And and she always taught me a lot of great and positive things. Like she knows me like more than myself (laughs) Mm. and she always introduced me for example to reading to work in my public speaking skills to pursue my career to take care of myself and my health and I feel like she she was key in my life for sure
0: what does the word empowerment mean to you
1: empowerment it's giving yourself power to believe on what you can give that's what it it. means to me love it
0: what's an unexpected blessing or occurrence in your life that you're grateful for
1: luna (laughs) (laughs) that's my little dog i was going through so much Mm -hmm. um the past year and when i had her she just showed me how simple it can be life if you just you know just see the love that it's unconditional and it's there. So she's been a blessing for sure.
0: Dogs are, I think, the only thing on earth capable of unconditional love.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure they are.
0: And we can learn so much from them.
1: It's just so simple and easy. Like It is. You go, to, is. You go upstairs for 15 minutes and then you go downstairs and they are so happy to see you again. It's like <laughs> you've
0: been gone for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing feeling. It truly is. Yeah, for sure it is. (laughs) Tell me something about yourself that people would be surprised to know or find out about you.
1: So I feel like people always have an idea of what you are based on what you have done and what have achieved. So I feel like they will be surprised to know that I never present myself as, for example, Miss Universe. Or for example, mechanical engineer, I never do that. I always present myself as Casey. I talk to people and I let them know me and leave, you know, any assumption, any, you know, thought about who I am based on what I have done. And after like the conversation leads to that, I just say without any regrets, but I never lead my life with the things that I have done in my career.
0: That's a very humble way of living. That is well, beautiful. I love that.
1: It's just that we, like we human beings, you, we always judge based on what we think the other person is more yeah. than what they show to us. Give the opportunity for people to show you who they are. Like, for example, it always happens that you hear c- comments about somebody else from somebody else. And then, you know what? I always think, Let me just leave it and I'll be aware of this will happen, but I want to learn what this person has to give, you know, has to give me because you never know what can they show you and teach you. What can you learn just and and sometimes you just close to the opportunities just because you hear something or you are just judging others and that's something I don't like. For sure.
0: (laughs) I love that. That's a great way of of living, though. That's a beautiful way to live.
1: Yeah. Judging is not something I'm happy about. Like, and it's funny, Lee, and like coming from a world like a beauty pageant world, that's Mm -hmm. most of what happens there. Yeah, of
0: course. (laughs) That's what people see. That's the exterior
1: exactly so I don't I, I don't like that for sure and and no like seeing that in just right there so close to me so around me I, it shows me that that's not the kind of person I want to be that's not what I want around me and and I'm happy to say that I'm not around that anymore
0: I love that that's beautiful Casey what's the most recent investment you've made in yourself
1: oh I did my nails <laughs> <laughs> All right. (laughs) That's the most recent one. Okay.
0: Well, there you go. All right. What's your personal motto?
1: Like, there's a lot of things that I lead my life, that I I used to lead my life, being grounded and being, you know, humble, Mm -hmm. not judging others as we were talking. And I think that's what it leads me in life, for sure. I always like to, you know, put myself in the other shoes. Like, yeah. I it's funny. Sometimes we are like I'm in the car with somebody else and then something happens and start like, you know, these people drive so bad. And then I think imagine if this person is just learning how to drive and the pressure it's having just because the people like behind them are just in a hurry and and you are like making this so stressful for them. Yeah, and it's like you know what that doesn't feel that good. Just, just you know, what's the point of of, of getting mad or stressed about somebody driving? Like, what's the point? You just just ruining yourself because you want to. Like, whatever, it, it, it's not the best, but yeah. <laughs> so again, kind
0: of going back to don't get upset about things you have no control over.
1: Exactly. So it's just it's just so dumb sometimes.
0: <laughs> what would you say is one of your biggest failures or life lessons or teachable moments? And what did you learn from that failure?
1: So I lose myself. I lose the connection I have with me. I let myself lead for others, others' comments. I forgot what I was capable of doing. I forgot all the things that I was made for. And I forgot Like I let my connection go away. It was kind of super hard because when you lose that connection and you don't know what's happening, you don't know why you feel so sad. You don't know why you don't want to get up off the bed. And those kind of things are for sure, like losing yourself are super hard. But then knowing that I pay attention to the boys inside my head, I pay attention to that little Casey in my head saying, you know what, we can do better this is not how life should be. This is not how you have to feel. It was a failure or it was a really hard moment for me, but it teached me so much. And I feel that what you have to take from those hard moments are the lessons that you have to learn and not repeat again.
0: Beautifully said. I love that. Casey, if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be?
1: Keep doing it. Keep doing it the way you're doing it. You know who you are. You're having fun in life. Just, you know what, Casey, you're going to touch so many lives, so many souls. You're going to make a lot of people feel happy just with a smile. So keep doing it, baby.
0: (laughs) I love it. You're very quick to answer that one. It's like you knew exactly... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I did that as a post, no, like in my Instagram, yep. not long ago. And I remember exactly that because I had this beautiful picture of myself being a kid. And I was looking at myself and I was like, What will I say to me like I was thinking about it. And then I was like, going back to my life and you know what? I don't regret anything that has happened in my life because everything came with a lesson, even the bad things. So seeing myself, you know, going through so much things and, and then succeeding or maybe just keeping my smile, keeping my happy my joyful soul. That made me feel proud of me and, and proud of that little girl that was growing. So that's why I had it in my mind already.
0: Well said, Casey. Well said. That's beautiful. Lastly, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What would you say? What would you tell people? Well,
1: people need to be more empathic. You need to connect with others. You need to learn that you are not the only one in this world and you are not the only person going through stuff. Anything gives you the right to, you know, make others pay for suffering. Just look inside you, look inside you, see what's happening, advise, connect, be empathic. Like that's what we need. That's for sure. We need to, to you know, you understand the others, that the other person, other persons around are having their moments and that's something we have to respect and for sure, work on
0: beautiful i love that casey thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey you are a truly incredibly inspirational woman i am so honored to have you as part of the empowerography community and to have had this time to sit down and speak with you you are a true inspiration thank you so much i truly appreciate you
1: Thank you so much, Brad, because it's an opportunity to a lot of women out there to listen to this and and to connect with other stories and, you know, to feel that they can do it and they will do it if they just keep working on themselves and, and growing and being better for them. And you know what? That's important that we learn through other people's stories. So thank you so much for inviting me. You said that, well, I've done a lot in my life, but I'm pretty sure that there are out there a lot of women that maybe they have different goals and different achievements, but all of them for sure matters.
0: Thank you very much. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Casey Siago. She is a mechanical engineer, a Miss Venezuela back in 2016, a, a Miss World pageant member. She is the owner and creator of Panthera and the co-founder of the Latinas Business Ladies organization. Thank you so much, Casey, for taking the time to be here today. Thank you so much, Brad. Have a wonderful rest of your evening.
1: Same to you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at and follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.